Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. 7% of the content that these realtors are posting is video, which makes sense. It takes time to put together video. It takes some extra effort. But what I found is that those videos received twice as much engagement. Best ever listeners, I'm so excited to share today's sponsor with you. It's Eastern Union Funding and Arbor Realty Trust. If you're in the multifamily space, you likely recognize these names, but have you used them? Uh, I'm guessing if you haven't, then you probably know someone who has. I can tell you personally, we have used uh, Mark Belsky. He is a point person at Eastern Union Funding as a partner with us, and he has helped us secure debt uh, for actually a deal we closed on this month. And we've worked with him. Um, in addition, my clients, my program, my consulting program have worked with him to successfully close on deals. Uh, when we were starting out, Ashcroft was starting out, we had somewhat of a track record. But we weren't fully as established with our investor network. I went to him and we secured some equity, $500,000 in equity to fund one of our deals. While he works with more institutional partners, you know, he's brought $200 million in equity over the last 12 months. He was able to help us out there and we've built a relationship with him and Eastern Union Funding ever since. So if you need equity for your deal and you have a track record, then he's your point person. His number is 212-897-9875. If you need debt, then he partners up with Arbor on a lot of transactions. So if you're a multifamily borrower who wants agency or bridge debt, then that's the team to work with. Uh, we have worked with their team, both Eastern Union and Arbor, on deals and People who have purchased our deals, purchased deals from us, have used Arbor, as well as my clients in my consulting program, they've used it. So this is a recommendation that comes from firsthand experience. And the last thing I'll say about uh, working with Mark Belsky at Eastern Union is that if you need a loan guarantor but don't have that track record quite yet, then Mark can look at what you've the deal you've got and assuming it checks out, he can make introductions to people he knows as potential loan guarantors for your deal. So debt, equity, and potentially loan guarantors. 
uh, all you need. Well, you need to find a deal, obviously. Um, but besides that, you know, the other main components of the deal they can help you out with. So talk to Mark Belsky. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com and his phone number 212-897-9875. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. And today, well, since it's Sunday, we got a special segment for you called Skill Set Sunday. By the end of this conversation, you will know how, when, and what to post on Facebook as a real estate investor and or agent. And this is grounded in research that our best ever guest did on top performing realtors and how they use Facebook. So it's not just speculative stuff. It's actually insightful stuff based on some secondary research. So with us today to talk about that, Justin Nasiri. How you doing, Justin? Great, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, my pleasure. And thanks a lot for being on the show. A little bit about Justin. He is the Chief Revenue Officer of Shotzer, S-H-O-T-Z-R, which is like Uber for photographers. And you can check out their website at, as I mentioned, shotzr.com. And also, are you the host of Beyond the Uniform, number one iTunes rated podcast for military vets? I am indeed. There you go. That is very cool. That is a much needed podcast too. I know a lot of veterans who have that as a question. So it's a podcast on career transition. So very cool. I'm thinking of a couple people in my life who I know actually could use some insight for that. But we'll stay on task. And the topic today is how, when, and what to post on Facebook as a real estate investor or agent. First off, if you can tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background, that way you get to know you a little bit. And then let's talk about the research that you did. Yeah, totally. So I started out at the Naval Academy, and then I served on nuclear submarines for about five years. And both of those experiences got me really loving numbers and really loving analysis and went to business school over at Stanford and have been in startups since then. But I love to dive into these topics. I do that on Beyond the Uniform with information about veterans and what careers they pursue. So with Shotzer, we work with a lot of realtors. Like Joe said, we're Uber for professional photographers. So if you need a photographer to take listing photos or any sort of photos, you can book someone really easily just like you would with Uber. So because of our work with realtors, I just started tinkering with some data and thought, I know that Facebook matters to realtors, but I personally don't know how to go about doing that. So I just took the approach of let's find the top 20 realtors and agencies on Facebook trying to get an assortment of big, small, and individual. And then I put all my assumptions on hold and literally just started looking at 12 months of data, thousands and thousands of Facebook posts. And my goal was to figure out when should realtors be posting, what should they be posting, and what sort of topics should they be talking about. And everything that I'm going to cover is, is also available in an ebook. I think that'll be in the show notes. But yep. my goal today was just to make this as actionable as possible and just run down the list of what you can put to use today to start getting more engagement on Facebook, start selling more listings through social networks. Excellent. 
First off, thank you for your service and what you did. And my stepdad was on nuclear subs in the Navy. Good man. Yeah. It takes a special individual to go down underwater with a nuclear device. <laughs> it does. <laughs> How did you define top realtors? I just try to be as simple as possible. and literally just typed in best realtors on Facebook and derivatives of that. If anyone listening does that same Google search, you're going to probably arrive at the same people that I was studying. And what I liked about at least the things that came up in the top three searches is the authors of the articles tried to keep that balance between big and small. I wanted to avoid just looking at what a Remax is doing. I wanted to instead, let's look at individuals and let's look at small agencies and national ones. So it's a pretty big smorgasbord of size and type of real estate agency or realtor, but it's ones that someone else had identified as the top performing ones. Okay, cool. How do we want to approach our conversation? So I'll just dive in and just kind of stop me as things don't make sense or if you have questions or things to add. But basically the starting point for me is I realized across the board that these top performing realtors, they're posting five times per week. And that's mostly Monday through Friday. And that's a tremendous amount of content if you're trying to keep that pace consistently, which these top realtors were. So the first thing that I looked at is what type of content are they posting? And by that, I mean, is it a photo? Is it an article that someone else has written? Is it a video? Or is it something else like a GIF or GIF, depending on how you want to say that? And what I found is that about one out of three of the posts across the board is an article. They're posting an article about interior design or home financing or gardening or anything that would help out a home buyer or a home seller. And that actually works pretty well. That's good filler content, but I found two things that stood out more to me instead of those articles. And the first one is that video really, really does well. Only 7% of the content that these realtors are posting is video, which makes sense. It takes time to put together video. It takes some extra effort. But what I found is that those videos received twice as much engagement. And by engagement, I mean a like, a share, a comment videos received twice as much engagement as articles. And the second thing that stood out to me is that photo is king. Photos got four times more likes, shares, and comments than articles. So the more visual you can be, either photo or video, the better. So just to make that actionable, two companies, I have no affiliation with them, but there's a company called Watch It. W-O-C-H-I-T, and a company called Animoto. Both of them make it pretty easy to put together videos. You can take photos and put in overlays. So if you've got that extra 30 minutes on a Saturday, it's pretty easy now to put together for free or near free these sorts of videos. And the second thing to make it actionable is the company I work at, Shotter, we have a library of really local, we call them hyper-local photos. So if you're looking for photos of local bars or areas or parks or anything to kind of sell a neighborhood, you can get all of those images on Shopster. So that was kind of what we found about the type of content to post. The next thing that I started to look at in the research is what should realtors be talking about? And I found a couple different varieties, and this is probably going to make sense to anyone listening, but the common topics that people were talking about was about their listing about the neighborhood surrounding a listing, a lot of inspirational quotes or inspirational pictures, 
there was decorating, there was advice, there was holidays, and just all sorts of different categories. So what I found in looking at these top realtors is that over 60% of the posts are about either a listing or about a neighborhood. And if you're doing that, keep doing it because listings were the number one performing type of content. Neighborhoods were the number three performing content. And that made sense to me. You're selling a home, you're selling a neighborhood. You really want to use Facebook to be talking about that and making people aware of the listings and the neighborhoods. But what was really surprising to me was holidays was the second highest performing type of post. And to put this in perspective, less than 4% of all posts were about a holiday. But when these realtors talked about a holiday, it got almost as many likes and shares and engagements as a listing. So it seemed to me to be like a pretty easy win to get more interaction, to make things more fun with your audience. And I didn't realize this until I found this out, but there's so many holidays. Like last Friday was National Donut Day. It's just there's so many different types of holidays to try to make things interesting and have it not always be about just selling to your audience. And again, just to make this actionable, there's a lot of great content calendars out there that list these holidays. For Shotzer, we have those as well. We'll actually link it to photos. So if you were using us, we actually have thousands of photos of donuts for National Donut Day, little things like that to make it easy to post and engage with your audience. So for all, just to recap on that, listing and neighborhoods do really well, but maybe consider using a little bit more on the holiday front because they tend to work really well, which surprised me. The videos that you mentioned earlier, only 7% is videos, but they receive twice as much engagement as articles. Do you have a resource for easily creating videos? Well, you know what? Maybe that's just Facebook Live. I don't know, but do you have something else? You know, Facebook Live is great. There's a service called Watch It. There's one called Animoto. Oh, those Both two. Are, so um, you mentioned you mentioned yep. those two. Okay, yep. so I thought those were photos, but those are for videos? Those are for videos. And the thing, when we classified something as video, I don't have a number on this, but it wasn't always a video of a property. It wasn't always a video of someone talking. It was also the video slideshows. So like maybe some music, maybe just photos, maybe some overlays. So don't think of video as just, I have to get a videographer to go through this neighborhood or this house. You can take photos and piece them together into a video, and that performs just as effectively as the standard videos. Okay, got it. And the one to me, and I think of everything I'm talking about, this is probably the most actionable, is when to post. And I looked at so many different realtors and thousands and thousands of posts. Realtors are very, very consistent. They're posting five times a week. Most of that's Monday through Friday. But the majority of their posts, and this is all localized, they're on the East Coast or West Coast, it falls in them posting at 10 in the morning to noon. And I don't know what's going on. Maybe that's they're just getting in. They're getting all their online work done before going out for the afternoon. But 10 to noon is when every realtor is posting. But this is the most conclusive one, that if you look at the posts that people are responding to, it is not happening 10 to noon. If you post 10 to noon, it's not going to get a response. It was orders of magnitude higher. If a realtor made a post on Facebook, 
between 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., it does 3.5 times better than a post made at noon, 350% higher performance. And once I saw that, it, it starts to make sense. The home buyers, the home sellers, that's probably when they're at home, they just had dinner, now they're starting to look online, maybe talk with their family about these things. But 7 to 8 p.m. was the highest performing time. And in general, if you make a post between 5 to 10 p.m., that will still outperform all the posts made before 5 p.m. by over two times. So it's twice as effective to post in the evening. Mm -hmm. So just the catch-all for listeners is if you can only post once or twice a week, consider Thursday and Friday night in that 7 to 8 o'clock window. That's the absolute best. But if you've got room to be doing this every day of the week, I would try to experiment to see what works. But if you don't have time to experiment, do Monday to Friday, 5 to 10 p.m. And the great thing about this is that if you're listening, you don't have to change your behavior. If posting at 10 to noon works really well for you, just check out. And again, I have no affiliation with these companies. There's one that's called Meet Edgar. It's meetedgar.com. And there's also Hootsuite, which I bet a lot of people are familiar with. What each of these allow you to do is on a Friday afternoon when it's quiet, you can go in and you can tee up all your posts for the next week. And you can tell each of these, hey, I want to post in these specific times. And that way, you don't have to be in front of your computer in the evening. If you're out showing listings, you can continue to do that. But Hootsuite or Meet Edgar will be posting for you at those times. One I use is SmarterQ. Oh, SmarterQ, great. Yep. Yep. And this is one, too, where there's probably so many of these that if you just Googled around and you're like uh, social media posting or auto post to Facebook, there's probably a dozen. And honestly, the functionality, in my opinion, doesn't make a big difference. So just go with whatever is free or near free. And maybe that'll make your life a little bit easier. Something you said earlier, top performing real estate agents post five times a week, Monday through Friday. Why not the weekend? It's a good question, and you may have a better answer to this than me. I have been thinking about that, but in the ebook, it shows the graphs. I'm just pulling them up right now. It's literally about a third. It drops down. So you've got Monday through Friday are pretty consistently for posting volume, and then it drops in third on the weekend. So I think it's worth posting on the weekend. I'm guessing that that's, again, when home buyers and home sellers are maybe at home looking on their devices. But if you have room to experiment, dabble with that. But if you're busy and you only have time to do three to five times a week, I'm just a betting man. I put my bet on that Monday through Friday just because the performance drops off on the weekends too. It's about a third to a half of what it is during the week. Anything that we haven't discussed as it relates to how, when, and what to post on Facebook as a real estate agent or is still applicable to investors that we haven't talked about already? Let me just think here. So I emphasize because for my podcast, I try to do social media posting. It's so difficult to make the time to do this. So when I say five times a week, I'm realizing that may sound simple, but it really is a Herculean undertaking. It just takes so much willpower to do that. I would just say for listeners, if you're not active on Facebook, commit to a two to four week period. You don't have to commit to do this a year, but try following this advice. 
see if it works with your audience. Look at things like your number of followers. Look at things like what really matters, people who are inbound trying to sell their home or trying to buy a home. See if it makes an impact. After a month, if you don't see an increase in your audience, if you don't see an increase in your activity, it's not for everyone. You don't have to do it. But I just have a strong hunch based on looking at these thousands of posts. I'm going to go on a limb and say this is going to be beneficial to most every realtor. And the other thing is your competition is doing this. So you can do it better. You can do it more effectively. And it's a way to stand out. And of course, I'd be remiss if I don't mention the company that funded all this research, the company where I work, Shopster. We exist to give you quality photos. So whether it's photos of holidays or photos of neighborhoods, all of that, it works like Spotify, 10 bucks a month. You can use as many photos as you'd like. And then if you do want a photographer, a professional photographer to come out to your listing and take some photos, it's about a hundred bucks. We're around the United States. We're actually around the world, but we can go out and make a professional photo shoot happen for your listing. And that might give you a little bit more content to post on Facebook too. That's excellent. $10 a month for unlimited photos to post on Facebook and social media. Yeah. And there's so many little things too, like you get your monthly content calendar. So you know a couple days in advance, it's National Donut Day. Maybe you want to throw out a listing that day, but maybe you want to throw out a fun photo just to be engaging with your audience. So we're trying to make it as simple as possible to find the type of photos that you would post to Instagram or Facebook and not the type of stock photos you might see on other places. Excellent. It's quality stuff. I'm grateful that you're on the show. I'm grateful that you shared the study. Very smart from a business standpoint. You or your team, I can't remember, reached out to me and usually I disregard the request because we like to handpick our guests, but you added so much value and you approached it in such an intelligent way, just from a business standpoint. In your company, you sell photographs, so you thought, let me proactively add value and rights to use photographs. Let me add value by doing a study and seeing what comes of it, and it ties in beautifully. And We learned about your company, but also learned about how we can be more successful as real estate investors. So props to you on the study, number one. Number two, thank you for these useful insights. Video does well. Photos get four times more likes, shares, and comments than articles. Holidays are the second highest performing post. Maybe tie in some holiday posts or information with the posts that we do. And 7 to 8 p.m. has three to five times more engagement. Ideally, Thursday and Friday nights are the times and days to do it. And if not, then somewhere between 5 to 10 p.m. And you gave some tools to use to help automate the process or create the process. So thanks again for being on the show. The best way the best ever listeners can get in touch with you is how? Email is great. I'm Justin period Nasiri, which is N-A-S-S-I-R-I at Shotzer.com. LinkedIn, you can send me a message. You can try and find me on Facebook as well. But Joe, I really appreciate being on the show. As a fellow podcaster to see that you've done over 1,300 episodes, it's really difficult to comprehend that. So I just love the sheer volume and the quality of work that you're putting out. It is a sign that you are hustling and working hard and really adding a ton of value to this community. So thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks a lot, Justin. Really appreciate it. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks. Do you need debt for your deal, equity for your deal, or maybe a loan guarantor to help you get qualified for the financing? Talk to Mark Belsky. His number is 212-897-9875. 
That's 212-897-9875. His email is mbelsky at easterneq.com. Do you buy property worth over a million dollars? And are you missing huge income tax benefits? Cost segregation is one of the methods I use myself to lower taxes on our properties and increase the cash flow. Call Yona Wise with Madison Specs at 732-333-1477.